Hi, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. So today we're going to be talking about Prelude for Lost Souls by Helen Dunbar, published by Sourcebooks Fire. This is a young adult fantasy with some magical realism um, splashed in there. So the book follows three characters, Deck, Annie, and Russ. You know, Deck and Russ, they live in a spiritualist community full of mediums called St. Hilaire. Um, it's a pretty small community, you know, it's a small town, but they take their business as mediums very seriously, this community. They even have their own council. And then you have Annie. Now, Annie is taking a train ride. She is on her way to a funeral when her train breaks down in St. Hilaire. And she is kind of brought into this story with these two characters. However, Duck and Annie, their story seems like its own thing entirely, and Russ's story seems like his own entirely. So it sort of feels like for most of the book, for about three quarters of the book, I'd have to say, it feels like there are two stories coinciding, but there is not that much cohesion in the novel. Uh, it, it's hard, it's not, you, not until you finish it do you see how these two stories work together. Because a lot of Russ's story really has nothing to do with Deck and Annie. Um, yes, Deck and Annie, they have their own little internal stories. You know, Annie, she wants to finish this composition. She's always traveled. She's never really had a home. And then you have Deck who wants nothing more than to escape the spiritualist community, who wants to run away. And Annie is sort of like his, his escape, even before they met, because she, she is a famous composer. Um, well, not composer. She is a famous pianist. So he... Um, has a, he's already familiar with her performances, with how she performs, with her compositions. And after the death of his parents, he found solace in her, in her music. You know, he would watch her on YouTube. So those two, their stories really do combine really effortlessly together. She's never really felt like she's had a home. He wants nothing more than to escape and together they sort of find uh, that cohesion, you know. He finds his escape in her, and she finds a home with him. And it's really quite beautiful how their stories intermingle with one another. And then you have Russ, who had a sort of friendship relationship with um, this recently departed boy who was pretty much the star of this of this city, or of this little town, you know. He was the student leader, he was super powerful as far as mediums go, but no one can seem to contact him. And Russ is the only one who can contact him, and that's only because um, the ghost wants to be contacted by him. And Russ's story is all about making himself more powerful, because he wants to be on this council. He he wants to change how the council works from the inside out, and that's his ultimate goal. So he starts mixing, you know, herbal concoctions that could be quite deadly 
Um, and he sort of becomes attached to them, you know. They become an addiction for him. He, he needs them in order to prove just how powerful he is. So you see what I mean? Like, there are two stories don't really seem to connect well for about three quarters of the book. Their really joining aspect is Tristan. He's, I guess, um, he's a spirit. He's been cursed by his own father. And he is actually the original composer for Prelude for Lost Souls. And he's been cursed to wander the earth until he finishes his composition. But his father cursed him to be like, you'll never finish his composition. And this is the composition that Annie is trying to finish. And her and Deck, they go around trying to solve this mystery of this piano, of Tristan's death, of the missing pieces, of the prelude for Lost Souls. And together... They need, Trist they need Russ's help in order to contact Tristan because Tristan kind of just comes and goes whenever he pleases, except that's not really true. He's always around, but it's hard for even Deck to reach him. Deck was initially the only person who could ever see him, but he can't always see him, so they need a stronger medium. And Russ's new drug comes into effect there because it allows him to see Tristan who he's never really seen. And that's really the joining factor in the story. The two ghosts, you know. Uh, you've got oh, what's his name? Jonas? I, I, I'm sorry. I can't really remember the other ghost's name. And then you have Tristan. And they're both very different. as well and they seem very separate just like the two stories are very separate so and yet they kind of join the story together because Russ's ghost wants Deck to escape he knows how horrible this town can be I mean now they want to start matchmaking people in order to continue producing stronger mediums so it's not really much about um, romance they're starting to treat their people like cattle and then you have, you know, that's kind of how Deck's parents were brought in together. But they did love each other. And there's a lot of plot twists. There's a lot of intrigue in the story. But you're not really going to see how these two stories kind of connect until about, two, until about three quarters of the way through. And I, and I feel like that's just a little distracting on the reader. Um, because here I am, you know, I'm reading this novel and I'm like, Okay, what does Russ have to do with them? You know, he really did feel like a third wheel as far as the story was going. And I don't know if that was intentional, that he should feel like the third wheel or not. But I found it rather distracting, you know. Yes, both stories are quite intriguing on their own, which is why I was still drawn to it. You know, it, you can even hear the music as you're reading the story. You can just imagine it, and it's hauntingly beautiful, which I think goes hand in hand with Dunbar's prose, you know, her ability to structure language and to breathe life with the most 
beautiful of details in order to bring this music to life and it carries out throughout the entire novel and you sort of feel connected to it just like Annie does and just like Tristan does and Deck, you know, they all become entranced by the prelude for Lost Souls. But still, there, Russ just seems like such a third wheel at times that he seems like he doesn't fit. But his story is important in the long run. You know, once you finish the book, you're just like, you want to reread it because you see more. You see more of the detail. You see more of how these two stories are actually quite cohesive, um, ultimately in the end. But as a first-time reader, you're looking at it and you're reading it and you're trying to figure out just what these two stories have in common. You know, there is no commonality to it except for the ghost. But it was an interesting way to approach a story, I will say that. As for the characters, um, they didn't stand out as much as the stories themselves stood out. I felt like uh, I'm kind of at a loss for words, but I liked the characters. I did like their dynamics. I like how they grew together. However, there wasn't that much character growth. You know, they sort of end more or less the way the story begins. You know, they're a little more enlightened. They are a little bit more hopeful and a little more thoughtful, but overall there wasn't a lot of character development um however that being said i really don't think that's detrimental to the novel because the novel is more about the prelude for lost souls by this composition it's more about this community of mediums it's definitely structured in a way i guess like a musical composition you know you think of i guess it, it reminded me a lot of a ballet in a way, the way the music works in a ballet, that's what it reminded me of, um, where you have like those stops and like this hum of music and then it starts up again and it's, you know, it's, it's funny, I took, I was uh, in chorus in the choir in my high school and I can't remember any of the musical terms to save my life. Um, but, you know, it gets stronger and stronger until, you know, finally it lulls again. You know, I think that's what really struck me of this novel. That it flows much like a musical composition. And I thought that was quite beautiful because it still sticks to me. Like, it still kind of haunts me, especially the prelude for Lost Souls. There's really no way to say how this piece of music comes to life and yet it's just it's there like in the back of your mind you hear it even though there's no real way to understand it you know it's really an experience when you're reading this novel um, and I think that's really important if the novel leaves you with such an experience and such a breathtaking performance I think that's really the saving grace of this novel. And that's pretty much why I really liked it. Um, on Goodreads, it says this is the first of a series. 
I'm hoping that's true because I really would like to see how the events of this novel, the ending, I would really like to see how they're going to play out in the future, if it's going to continue following these characters, or if it's just going to follow Russ and, and his community. So I think that's really interesting. Um, if not, you know, this book did leave on a really good note, uh, did leave me wanting a little bit more, but it does stick with the reader much like music sticks with the reader, and I think that that's really impactful and it's very powerful. Um, so on that note, I hope you enjoy this review. Uh, please check out the rest of my other ones, and if you really like this, please follow and subscribe to my channel. I'm available on Spotify, on Google. Um, just go ahead and check out my page and you'll see every, everywhere that I'm available to listen to. Uh, and if you really like this book, please remember to support your local bookshops. You can purchase this book on bookshop.org, which is a great place. You know, a percentage of all the proceeds go to local bookstores. And you'll see if you purchase this book, what percentage of your purchase is going to be going. I recently just bought like $40 worth of books and about $10 of my money is going to go to local bookstores. Um, please remember to support your local bookstores if money is not too tight. And if money is too tight, please remember to support your local libraries. So on that note, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Please don't, rem please don't forget to like and subscribe. And as always, happy reading.